0: Two former Barclays traders have been acquitted of manipulating the LIBOR interest rate benchmark. It was the second trial for Greek national Stiliano's Kantagoulos and American Ryan Reich. The jury couldn't reach a verdict the first time, although three colleagues were convicted and another pleaded guilty. It's the latest development in a global investigation that has cost firms about $9 billion in fines. To talk about the investigation and the latest verdict, we have Cornelius Hurley, professor at Boston University Law School. Uh, Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Um, Can Give us a sense of what went into this trial, if if you would. Uh, First of all, what was the case against these two men?
1: Well, uh, uh, quite simply, it was a case of manipulating uh, LIBOR. And if anybody's interested in uh, learning more about this, there's a new book that just came out by David Enrich called The Spider Network. Uh, and uh, he gives all the gory details of it. Basically what it is is an old-fashioned case of uh, information asymmetry where uh, one side of the trading floor uh, knew what the the rates were going to be for LIBOR and the uh, rest of the market did not. The uh, critical difference here is the information asymmetry is what we would today call fake news, (laughs) Uh, Because it wasn't just asymmetric, it was created. Now, if you happen to be uh, those uh, poor fellows who were uh, indicted and sent to prison or the one who pled guilty, um, they have to be feeling pretty badly for themselves because the the one thing that was missing in your setup piece, saying that uh, Barclays and these other firms had paid billions of dollars, that's absolutely true. What you left out was, however, that they had pled guilty to a felony. Can I say that again? The institutions themselves pled guilty to a felony penalty, penalty, a felony. Um, that's big-time bad news, or used to be for a bank. But in May of 2015, when the, these guilty pleas were handed down, relatively nothing happened. Most people have even forgotten it. Uh, why? Because the regulators and others put foam on the runway to help them get by this, what was normally anticipated to be a tumultuous event whenever a financial institution pled guilty to a felony. It was well, well, how
0: was it – let me ask you this. How was yeah. it uh, that, that these uh, two individuals were not convicted given uh, that, that overhang of their company uh, having pleaded guilty to a felony?
1: Well, it was a, it was a case of conspiracy, and and uh, and uh, you know Tom Hayes and uh, and others, as you point out, have apparently the uh, the um, uh, UK government was just not able to prove uh, conspiracy, or or uh, alternatively, they believed the argument that uh, the conspiracy, if it did exist, was sanctioned by uh, by their superiors.
0: So how much of a setback do you see this verdict as being for prosecutors?
1: Well, um, let's give a little sh- a short little history here. Uh, we all know the name uh, Sally Yates now.
0: The, the, right? the former acting attorney general.
1: The former acting attorney general. Before she was... Uh, famous for being fired by Trump. She was famous for something called the Yates Memorandum, which basically said that uh, in the context of uh, fining or or, uh, enforcing laws against uh, large organizations, they're going to look first to see whether there are culpable individuals at the senior levels of those organizations. That was new policy when it was articulated by Sally Yates about... Two years ago, uh, you mentioned uh, Jeff Sessions just a few moments ago. Uh, we wonder whether, uh, of the many policies that he is re- repealing uh, under the Obama administration, the Yates memorandum and the policy that goes with it is one of them. So, uh, the, the, the answer—that's a long winded answer to your question is uh, we we shall see.
0: What are you looking for next in LIBOR? What's, what, what's sort of the next and what perhaps may give us a clue as to, to the answer to that last question you posed about how the, the Sessions Justice Department will handle things?
1: Well, it seems that LIBOR, since it was um, revised and um, now is um, – Thomson Reuters is involved in it and it's, it's uh, somewhat different. These events, by the way, took place, uh, some of them before the financial crisis. Um, so so far as I'm aware, and I'm not in the market every day, but so far as I'm aware, LIBOR is functioning today. Here's, here's the rub, uh, and this is probably a story for tomorrow. Just I'll give you, couple
0: we only have about 30 seconds, so let's— 30 so. seconds.
1: 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, the, the Trump administration has uh, signaled that it wants to go back to the Glass-Steagall era, Okay. Where does LIBOR uh, uh, as, a, as a traditional banking activity fit in the context of dividing banking from non-banking activities, as the administration apparently wants to do?
0: Well, I want to thank our guests talking about this, uh, the, the verdict yesterday or the verdict today of two former Barclays traders uh, acquitted of mani- manipulating the LIBOR interest rate benchmark. That was Cornelius Hurley, a professor at Boston University Law School. Thank you so much for joining us on Bloomberg Law.